Hello, everybody. Welcome to Zootopia. Today is Monday, August 26, 2019, and the moon is waning, which means it's getting smaller. And I wanted to talk to you all today about the spirit detox bath that I took last night. So first things first, I want you to pick a number one, two, or three. And then later on in the podcast, I will do a tarot card reveal for your weekly message from tarot. So using the Rider weight deck today, I'm just going to put these out for us. Ooh, lots of reversals today. So anyway, back to this spirit detox path. So right now, I made some notes so that I have all of this. Right now, the moon is waning, and the new moon is going to be on August 30th, and it's in Virgo. So right now, while the moon is growing smaller, you can do work on minimizing things, getting rid of things in your life, and it's a really good time. You know, a lot of people are, are thinking about manifestation on the new moon and everything like that, but that time leading up to the new moon is also really, really powerful for letting things go, for cutting cords, for getting rid of things, thoughts, habits, ideas, relationships, things that are no longer serving you. And so this is something that you'll want to work on between now and August 30th. And a lot of times if you're doing big, heavy work in your life, you only want to do one thing per moon cycle. So you only want to focus on one thing. So for example, if you're really going through like a bad breakup or a friendship that needs to go, or you're kicking a bad habit, you're trying to get over a bad habit, right now is the perfect time to work on that stuff. And you might want to only work on kicking that habit or getting rid of that influence or doing um, that toss away work right now instead of working on building and growing and manifesting. There's always a time for that. And, you know, right now, too, it's um, just with where we are in the northern hemisphere, where I'm at right now, you know, it's um, the time when the farmers are cutting down the plants and they're actually taking the grains and everything out that they can use, but then they're sowing some of that debris back into the soil so that it can work to fertilize future generations of crops. So anyway, it's kind of one of those things where when you're living in the countryside or the places where you're really close with the crops and seeing what the farmers are doing and what cycle the earth is in, you kind of get like even more tied and connected to the land and to the cycles that the earth is going through and the seasons and things like that. So since I've been living in the countryside, I've really noticed a definite increase in the way that I can tie things that are going on in my life with what the earth is going through. And, you know, right now, just as an aside to that, like seriously with what's going on in the Amazon, what's going on in Congo, what's going on in Siberia, what's going on in Alaska, where the earth is burning right now. And I just spent the past like three days in this like really, I don't want to say a deep depression, but I was so depressed and I was crying and just feeling very um, like I have no power over this. No matter 
if I donate or what I do, it feels like because of the way that society is structured and government is structured and everything is structured right now, even eating less meat, for example, or doing this or that or the other thing, it just feels like it's just a drop in the bucket. But I guess at the end of the day, the more people who make a drop in the bucket, the bigger the bucket gets, and then the more influence and power we exert over things. So please, you know, do what you can to reduce, reuse, recycle, Um, look at your own lifestyle, see what you can minimize. Um, we just went over, moved over to like bar shampoo instead of, um, instead of like bottles of shampoo. And then I'll probably be using that for like the whole body thing. (laughs) Seriously, just to get rid of some of the products that we have. And I'm also looking at like those zero waste people, like trying to get more ideas about that. And we do grow a lot of like we have cherries and apples and if I have zucchinis um mulberries uh, let's see what else so I grow a lot of stuff here and I would like to grow more and then also buy locally local produce things so that your carbon footprint is minimized um right now really watch out where your meat and your grains are coming from Also, because some of the fires have been started by farmers who are either getting rid of the trees so that they can have cows or they're getting rid of the trees so that they can grow crops um, either to feed farm animals or to sell on the open market. So really make sure you're taking a look at where your grains are coming from and what you're using and how it's produced. So... That's (laughs) That's <laughs> my little social um, input for today. So back to this spirit detox bath that I took yesterday. Because last week I had a session with one of my really good friends, um, Rachel Chamness. She does, let's see, oh, and I know the name of her company off the top of my head, Sound Waves Heal is the name of her company. And she's a former opera singer, professional opera singer, who's turned into a sound healer. And so the tone and the quality of her voice is just like stellar. It's out there. So when you're working with her, I mean, just the way that the vibes and the wavelengths of her healing sessions hit you is phenomenal. Fantastic. I can't recommend her more highly. And her name is Rachel Chamness. And Sound Waves Heal is the name, and I'll put a link in the show notes. So anyway, going back to this bath, she told me that I should take a salt bath. And a salt bath is a good once a month or once a week or whenever you're feeling overwhelmed by life. You can take a salt bath or go into salt water. It's really detoxing. It helps to clear out your energy and everything like that, especially if you set the intention while you're running the bath and while you're getting everything together to have that clear out your aura and clear out your energy field. So last night, I kind of took everything that she told me to the next level, and which was take a salt bath. So I was like, I'm not only going to take a salt bath. I am going to make this a very powerful ritual bath for myself so that I can help to clear a lot of stagnant, stale, unneeded energy out of my 
aura and cut cords and get rid of habits that aren't serving me and really kind of go into this season or go into this next month or use the energy of the moon to help me out with this. So I used, um, I just wanted to let you know how to do this. So you do this during the last quarter of the waning moon. So that's right now. Um, used, I used like sea salt in my bath water. Um, and you can use about anywhere for between, you know, a half a cup, full cup, whatever feels good to you. Um, I used lavender oil, but you can also use cedar oil in your bath because that those both help to clear out your energy field. Um, and actually, if I would have thought of it, I probably would have used cedar oil over lavender oil, but whatever works for you. Um, just don't use anything that's supposed to be like growing stuff. You can use patchouli. Patchouli is very grounding. Um, I also use sage incense uh, just because it's another energy clearing um, addition to the bath. I used white candles for peace. And then what I do is during my bath, you know, while I'm setting everything up, I set the intention of creating this sacred space for myself to use the power of the moon and the elements that I bring into my bath to help me do you know, this time it was the detox and the clearing, but if I was doing something else, then I would set the intention to do whatever it was that I wanted to do with that bath. So then I do a lot of breath work while I'm taking a bath. So I breathe in white light or, you know, white energy. I imagine like white energy coming like glowing white energy coming in with my breath. And then I breathe out like, you know, mucky, nasty looking like that, you know, green or gray or black or whatever color you imagine, like ick rising from your spirit. And so I'll breathe in really deep. As full as I can get my lungs down into my belly, I'll breathe that white light in and then exhale all the junk and trash and, you know, bad thoughts and everything. And so I'll do this throughout the bath, just really, you know, and then I let my mind wander because a lot of times you're going to get these associations or you're going to get insights into what's bothering you, or you're going to get, you know, kind of ideas about how to move forward in your life while you're sitting in this relaxed state breathing, focusing on your breathing. And I also concentrated when I was thinking about it on letting go of stress, letting go of pressure, fear, the feeling of overwhelm, resistance, blockages. So anything that I was holding on to that was blocking myself from moving forward or any energy that was being put in in front of me that was stopping me from moving forward. And then also unhealthy habits, unhealthy addictions, unhealthy relationships, unhealthy thought patterns, unhealthy perceptions, unhealthy emotions. And 
So, and also cutting cords. That's another part of this that I'll go into. And I do have a a cord cutting ceremony and it's a meditation and like the explanation of a ceremony. And I'll also put that in the show notes so that you can have reference for that if you wanted to use it. Um, So when I'm sitting there and when I'm working on shining light into my life and breathing in this really positive, glowing energy. I also just see which areas in my body I experience discomfort in, and then I shine that energy, that glowing crystalline energy into those places. So like, for example, yesterday I was doing like imagining the earth and I was going over each of the continents and each of the areas in the earth and then my heart started hurting really bad. So like I started working with my own self and pulsing that that bright glowing energy into my heart area to kind of dissolve that feeling of discomfort and sadness. So... Okay, and then you want to make sure that you're filling your entire aura, your entire being with bright, calm, pure energy and, you know, focus on the areas that are hurting and also imagine the toxins oozing out of your body and out of your light field and out of your energy system. And that is kind of cool because I usually imagine myself shedding layers of dense energy. So it's like peeling away or cutting off outer dried out layers to reveal a glowing energy body underneath. And I also imagine that glimmering brightly and like kind of all of the colors of the rainbow shimmering at one time. Um, One of the things too is if you feel any energy wounds in or wounds in your energetic field, be sure to cover them up with like kind of like this energy band-aid. And I explain that in the meditation and the ritual as well. I have to do that personally in my lower back area. And then what I realized too is doing one like the back but not the front is kind of like halfway. So I have to put like this energetic band-aid so to speak or this cover on both sides of my body so not only like if you're feeling like your throat chakra is hurting then put it on the front and on the back of your neck or with your um, sacral chakra like a lot of us get this lower back pain so you would want to put it in the back and on the front and this also helps to like and I should back up and say before you do these um, these little band-aids, you should also cut cords. So I imagine like I call Archangel Michael into my um, energy clearing meditations and I ask him to cut away any cords that are no longer serving me. And you don't have to worry about this like with your children or your partner or friends and family members because it's not going to actually cut your energy with them. It's not going to like dissolve all your friendships and make things, you know, make you stand alone. But what it will do is it will help to maintain so to it's like getting a haircut or something like that. It's like 
clearing the gunk or the debris out of the energetic ties that you have with other people. So it's a good thing to do on a regular basis. It's not a bad thing to do. And it's also really good to do if you are going through a breakup or if you find yourself like focusing on an ex or anything like that, just go through and cut your cords because, you know, sometimes cords revive themselves and sometimes you just have to, you know, go through and maintain your energy. So you do want to cut your cords. And I imagine that you know, um, like a sword kind of going over all parts of my body and cutting away those cords and, you know, really take the time to imagine that and really get into the visualization of all of this energy that you no longer need, that's draining you, that no longer serves you. So that these cords are these, you know, points of, contact with you and your energy field are being cut away or maintained so that you can be more powerful, have more energy to yourself. You can, um, it's like boosting your immune system or boosting your energetic system. And then, like I said, if you feel like you have any of these like places that have energetic wounds or, you know, um, where you feel like aches and pains in your body, that's where you want to put these energetic band-aids after you cut the cords. So that's good to note. And then you just stay in the bathtub for as long as you desire to. And you can repeat these rituals like the deep breathing, the energy, like sloughing off that energy. You can even take like a, a loofah or something and slough the dead skin off of your body so that, you know, you have that physical representation of releasing the dead things, you know, things that are no longer serving you, things that you don't need to carry around any longer. Um, and then, like I said, stay in the bathtub as long as you feel like you need to. And then one of the things that I learned this year, one nice little addition to this is I learned it in the book Witch, and I forget the name of the author, but it's called Witch. And um, this, you stay in the bath while you let the bath water out. And that was really, really powerful for me this time. I felt like huge, like it was so heavy when the water was draining out, and I felt things like pulling off of my energy body and being kind of sucked down the drain. So I thought that was really interesting. So, and while you're doing this, intend for all of the negativity and poor habits, um, connections that you don't need, things that like energetic attachments or anything that are unnecessary for you. Imagine them going down the drain with the water. So this is, um, really kind of a cool and interesting part of the process. And then they say it's best to let yourself air dry after this so you're not like when you have the the water from the bath left on you, you don't want to actually push that back into your skin. You want to actually air dry or let it, you know, kind of evaporate into the air so that it's not staying in your energy field or your energy body. Um, 
Don't forget also after you're about to open a window or to keep a window open if it's not too cold outside. Um, so while you're doing the bath so that, you know, when you're burning sage or burning any kind of like clearing incense, it needs to have a place to go out of your house. It doesn't, you don't want to trap it in your house. And then if you feel called to journal after your bath, that's also a really good thing to do. You can get rid of any mental clutter. You can write down, like a lot of times when you're clearing things out and sorting things out, then that gives you space for new ideas, new thoughts, new connections to be made. And then I also um, think it's a good idea too to kind of make lists at that time because sometimes mental clutter can be so you can probably make a list even before your bath but mental clutter can be so draining like that constant list of things that you have to do and remember and everything that's going around in your head putting those on paper and getting it like a check off um, list is actually a really good idea and right now we are in the sign of Virgo. So you might have already been feeling the Virgo energy with um, like feeling the need to get organized, get things done. Um, But there's also this altruistic side that's coming out. So it's not only about you and what you need and what's going to happen in your life, but how can you affect things on a greater scale or level? And that's kind of this energy that's flowing right now. And so I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. So like I said, today is still the waning mood. So you are waning moon. Sorry. So you want to work on clearing, cutting, leaving things behind that aren't serving you anymore. So if you wanted to meditate with a tarot card right now, um, you know, if you're going through big, heavy changes, then the tower would be a really good card to meditate with. Also, the Six of Swords is when you actively make a choice to leave something behind, and it might not be what you really want to do, but it's what you know you need to do. So that's the Six of Swords. The Wheel of Fortune is also kind of a good one, especially, well, next month, I think, is the start of, yeah, fall. So that one would be, you know, between now and the 23rd of September. So that's the changing of the year or changing of the season and also allowing the old things to remain from before and the new things to come into your life. But this is actually adding a little bit of fate to bring you new things into your life. But you want to focus on that change happening. And then also the eight of cups would be another one that I would recommend like meditating with. And this is if you have to leave like a relationship or friendship behind that's no longer serving you, then that would be something you could focus on or you could put that card on your altar and have it be like a um, visual trigger for you to think about, you know, better times or what you're leaving behind and what kind of room that's clearing out in your life to bring something new and vibrant and more exciting into your life. So just to let you know, those were, would be cards I would consider meditating with right now. And then 
I told you at the beginning of the podcast to pick either what number one, number two, number three, and that would be associated with a tarot card for the week of August 26th. So that's Monday, that's today. So if you pick number one, you got the Queen of Cups reversed. And with this, you want to figure out what it is that you're probably like, (laughs) I don't want to say freaking out, but like, is your energy, is your emotional energy really scattered or are you using it in a negative way right now? Um, Are you disconnecting from your emotions? Are you not fully in line with that? Because when when I see the Queen of Cups reversed, it makes me feel like number one like the emotional stuff has gone sideways we'll say that people are either drowning in emotion and really not processing their emotions properly that's what we're going to put it so you have to take a look at yourself and say am I processing my emotions properly and if not what can I do to change that like is there any action that I can take to make myself feel better Or do I need to change my perspective or shift my perspective? Or do I need to, you know, kind of talk to somebody or reach out to somebody in order to help me get things more solid for myself right now? Um, If you picked number two, I got the sun reversed. Now, the sun is always a positive card. We'll say always a positive card in quotations because when you see it reversed, it's not really that bad. It just reminds you to look in the shadows, like see if you're using optimism as a way to kind of hide from anything that you need to, what's the word I'm looking for, consider, or if you're kind of like having those rosy glasses on when you need to get down deep in the trenches and actually work on something. Sometimes you can't like, uh, love and light things away. You have to like, and of course I'm not saying to look at things from a bad perspective. Like you always want to start from a place of love, but you also have to be honest with yourself when things aren't all shiny and happy and you have to figure out what it is that you need to do to create change or bring everything out into the sunlight and really kind of burn out that negative energy and so but it's good it's all good it's just kind of a little bit of that undertone And then for number three we have the emperor reversed and so that would really be, and that is really good with this Virgo energy as well. So figure out where you're taking a step back, not being a leader in the way that you should be, or if there's disorganization, disharmony, um, or if you're not being as assertive as possible. Perhaps that's something that you need to take a look at right now. Sometimes we're not assertive because we want to keep the peace, or sometimes we don't stand up in our leadership role because we want to make the space, or we're not feeling fully comfortable with our power um, and disorganization like that can end up marring your energy from top to bottom. So right now kind of use the energy of the period that we're in right now to take a look at what needs to be done in your life. If you need to reorganize or restructure or, you know, figure out what direction you want to go in and then use that emperor 
energy when it's upright. So use that power, use that fire, use that organization leadership, um, you know, kind of rules and regulations to move yourself into the next level. So it's kind of, I don't want to say it's all the same message. It's not really all the same message. One is dealing with disorganization. One is dealing with, you know, kind of um, if you're not fully looking at what you need to look at in your life. And the other one is totally like this emotional thing. So have a look and see which one works for you. So if you have any questions, I would love it if you would send me an email. My email address is sue at sueellissoller.com. That's S-U-E at S-U-E-E-L-L-I-S-S-A-L-L-E-R.com. I would love to hear from you if you have any suggestions, ideas, questions, comments, um, anything. Love to hear from you. Until next week, and who knows what I'll talk about next week. I'll surprise you with a topic. So have a great day. Take care. Spread love. Start in love. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.